What's up, y'all? This is Gloria D. Just wanted to give a trigger warning. We kind of touch a little bit on sexual assault in this episode. If anyone is sensitive to that, then this might be one that you just kind of skip over or just fast forward when we're talking about SA. Um, if you know anyone or you yourself have struggled with anything regarding sexual assault, we just also wanted to make sure we gave a resource and that resource is RAIN, R-A-I-N-N. Their phone number is 800-656-4673 and they're available 24-7 for help. If you go on their website, you can live chat with somebody if you don't feel comfortable talking on the phone, but we wanted to give a trigger warning before we started this episode. Peace. Welcome to Gentrification, a podcast where we do deep dives on topics and speak on how it relates to our black adult lives. Join us as we get into the nitty gritty of relationships, politics, pop culture, religion, and so much more. I'm Gloria. And I'm Sunny. Let's dive in. This, what you got on the rocks today? Um, on the rocks... Which shouldn't be on the rocks, but I'm over here just mixing and matching my own. Don't judge me. Um, I have a little shooter of some peach vodka. I'm not going to say that the brand because y'all going to be judging me. But I put a little shot of that at the bottom and I have some rosé bubbles floating over the top by Dark Horse. So yeah, something sweet, something simple. Not too sweet though. And yeah, a little bubbly. You know, we love our bubbles. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. What do you have? I'm still cruising with the rum. Yeah, cruising. <laughs> Welcome to my side of the world. <laughs> Just some cruising rum with some grapefruit juice. I will say we tried it on the rocks that we thought we were going to do for the show. A TikTok oh, drink. It was bad. Bro. <laughs> when I say bad... It went left real quick. It reminds you of like the four loco days, like mm. <laughs> precisely. <laughs> you want to tell them what we had? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a TikTok drink going around. I don't even know what they're calling it on TikTok, but you do a tequila buzz ball on the bottom, and then you add some blue raspberry beatbox on the top. I followed the recipe because I understood the assignment. I mean it was kind of my fault that I was, wasn't was a little more specific, but I thought I was. So um, I didn't get the same version that she got, but I did get the two main ingredients, the beatbox and the bug ball. <laughs> Mine tasted horrible. Yeah, they were pretty sweet. Um, yeah, just cute colors. I will say very cute colors. Very cute colors. For a trend, for a video, yes. Um, as something to actually be sipping on throughout the day, it'll probably put you in like a sugar coma and you'll be asleep. <laughs> Man, I had a headache and I was so scared I was going to have a hangover. <laughs> so that one, while it's cute, um, we can't really recommend, unless you like, you know, some people like the sweet drinks. If you're in college, go for it. Thing. If you're in college, go for it. Especially if you are, you know what, nope, only if you're 21 and over. We do not support underage drinking and gentrification podcasts. 
Thank you. <laughs> but if you're in college, go for it. And you're legal, go for it. Yeah, I mean, it'll be sweet. It'll be fun. Maybe they need a different, something that's not the beatbox, maybe, but that's still blue. That's my thing. I had a buzz ball. I've had plenty of buzz balls. They're sweet, yeah. but not like the beatbox. The beatbox, mm-hmm. I cannot recommend under any circumstances. I threw away three quarters of it. Yeah. Right in the trash. I didn't even dump it down my drain because the pipes didn't deserve all that sugar. And I think that's probably why he didn't get blue raspberry because he knows that blue drinks make me sick. So he was like, nah, you're not about to set me up for failure. (laughs) I mean, I think it could be um, blue curacao maybe. Yeah, that is what it is specifically. But oh my goodness, as cute as they are, the blue drinks, uh, I get very sick. No, I'm saying you can replace the beatbox with a blue curacao, and I think no, that will make it taste blue good. Blue curacao is what makes me sick. I can't. I mean, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. No, this is for me. It's not going to work. <laughs> no, but I think if you replace the beatbox with a blue curacao, it would still be really sweet, but it wouldn't. I don't know what it is about the beatbox that just rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. What is it supposed to be? Like a wine or? No. It's supposed to be like a juice box for adults. Oh. Well, if that's the case, just get the gasolina. They like (laughs) Capri Sun, but they're awesome. Baby something, (laughs) because that wasn't it. So, yeah, I'm back on the rum and the grapefruit juice. I switched from the grapefruit soda to the grapefruit juice. Um, I like rum. It doesn't make me feel horrible the next day. Yeah, that's the beauty of cruising. As much as you drink, which, like we said, drink responsibly, you don't have a hangover the next day. And that's, like, the best part. It's somehow, like, the way they distill it or something, but it is actually, like, it's proven. You just said it yourself. I wish somebody would have told me that in college. Because, baby, that coconut Malibu had me in a chokehold. <laughs> and it was so bad. You're funny. I can't even look at the bottle these days without getting queasy. Like, Yeah. <laughs> and then the blue coconut slush from Sonic mixing. Oh, what was I thinking? Man, sugar overload. That stuff hit us like a ton of bricks, huh? but had us raging for the whole day woke up head just straight up tight felt like my brain grew overnight and it was just big and throbbing there like i love that and i love how like you know this topic of college kind of ties into what we're talking about today yes but not before our sister check in i feel like i always go first do you i feel like it okay well i'll go first um I am, I'm, I'm chilling, uh, you know, I'm starting some new therapy for my ADHD and that has been interesting and I'm happy about it. Um, work is going good. Bay is going good. <laughs> nice. Um, a good time. <laughs> 
you know, yeah, still about to get into this apartment search, so I'm nervous about that. But, like, you know, it's time to move. Me and Pearl need more space. And hopefully it'll be my last move in St. Louis or last move in general before I buy me a house. But we'll see. Um, so, yeah, I've been slowly packing. And by slowly, I mean I have two boxes packed. But you know how I am. You know I like to pack for, like, six months. But my shit will be the most organized packed shit you ever seen. Like... <laughs> If the box says books, baby, it's books. If it says I mean, knickknacks, it will be all the nickety of the knackiest <laughs> things. Like, yeah, I will say when you go down that hole, like you've mentioned a couple times, I really need boxes, and I'm like, okay, so that means the day is coming where she's about to pack up the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's good. I'm glad to hear that love is loving um that work is going well um we always talk about our goals and how actionable we are behind them so that's something that I love to hear love to support love to like you know find those ideas to take us to the next level and I have opportunities to like do a uh, interview for a lateral position at my job like, my pay wouldn't change, my, like, grade wouldn't change, but, like, my title would change. But personally, I really love what I do right now, and I want to stick to it. Like, I haven't even been doing it for a year. Yeah. But you've been dominating. Like, we talk about this, but, like, still, you are coming in, and everybody's looking to you to, you know, figure out the next step. So, I love that. And you enjoy it. Like, when it doesn't feel like work, that makes it a million times better. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I got you something super cute for this very special event that just passed for you. Yeah, yeah. So that's right. It has been my birthday. So much happens. Like, <laughs> um, but I did celebrate a birthday. Um, I had a little vacation getaway. Or should I say vacation? Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's still bay either way it goes, right? That is true. That is true. But, you know, you know why I'm saying B. I know why you're saying B. <laughs> but Queen B is still bay. Like. <laughs> either way, I did get to enjoy the Beyonce concert featuring Blue Ivy. Did you tip, tip, tip on hardwood floors? <laughs> we got to dress up um, and just have a really good time. The only thing that was rough was getting back from that freaking concert because the traffic, the people, like, it took us all night. And so. now you sound like me. And this is why I don't go to concerts. <laughs> people try to act like, oh, my God, the concert was so great. And I'm like... But you're forgetting, like, the pre-gaming is good, getting dressed is nice, but it is hell leaving a concert. Oh, my goodness. Like, if you don't leave early, you either leave early and miss part of the show, and you know as soon as you leave it's going to get lit, or you go and you stay to the end, and then it's just, it is a actual bitter end. Yeah. And being in California. Oh, my God. Um, I can't imagine. Yeah, we weren't in, like, one of the bigger cities. We were actually in Santa Clara. 
and even the like driver that dropped us off was like getting out is gonna be a nightmare because it's about 400 drivers 500 drivers and 20,000 people 20 to 30,000 people in the city right now wait how long was your wait to get a driver so long that we walked home (laughs) what are you serious i had flags i was prepared for the journey luckily our our um hotel was just like a mile away but yeah i was like i am tired of waiting we could be out here all night there's no telling where we're gonna get home like let's just go so for the love of music (laughs) hey but i bet it was worth it though it's beyonce it was uh the concert was amazing i was so excited and when me and bay went in and he seen everybody else excited it made him more excited like we were both on cloud nine and you could tell he was stung by the beehive because a couple days later he was still singing so oh shit my work was done (laughs) oh shit but um yeah it was it's been a a good time that was an awesome birthday we actually um checked out uh couple cities around that area so that was awesome and uh, outside of that I'm kind of pivoting I was doing some work that was cool but didn't love so um I'm in a little program that's gonna help me get more connected to something that I'm interested in um right now I am talking of doing well I just need to accept if I'm going to accept and I probably will um a fellowship with a the biggest health insurance company in the world so um for me as far as my career and wanting to climb the corporate ladder in some kind of way this is my introduction to that and I'm excited. Um, we always, you know, work with nonprofits, but you went on to the big league, so I'm just trying to meet you where you at. <laughs> I'm oh, about yeah, to have a yeah, niece yeah. in a few freaking days. You're going to be a aunt. It's so exciting. <laughs> I mean, full disclosure, my nephews are my heart. Um, yes. And, of course, my nephew trip is really my heart because I get to, like, bond with him a lot may my other nephew rest in peace this is my first niece absolutely i am about to clown (laughs) it's my sister's first daughter and it's like you know as like her being the mom you gotta let her have her flowers and stuff but i'm like baby don't sleep on the auntie (laughs) don't do it because you will not win that's so cute but i mean i've been hearing this excitement and i absolutely love it i know you're going to change her outfits at least two to three times a day oh my god baby i got her trench coat this i just got her this cute little bitty ralph lauren dress like this little girl is about to be undeniably fly i will be flooded with pictures (laughs) very soon girl you don't understand like and it's like something and i done took over the sister check-in again but it's like i never like got 
I just started getting excited about my niece. I shared with you why. We ain't got to yeah. go into that. But, like, my sister has been pregnant essentially this whole year. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> <laughs> right? Literally, she's been pregnant since January. Like, <laughs> um, we didn't get to go see Beyonce because of it. And anyway, um, my niece means a lot. I'm super pumped. Uh, I'm excited for my sister, but I am really excited for my niece. Yeah, I'm excited too. Like, I really am. I can't wait to flood her with, like, black female empowerment and, like, black girl magic. Like, all the cliches that make a black girl feel as special as she should feel. I can't wait to flood her with all of those. Like... I had, like, a lot of people growing up, we all experienced it. We all got that aunt, cousin, uncle, somebody in our family that'd be, like, you know, trying to come at you. Like, they'll say how you gained a little weight or something like that, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I can't wait to, like, make sure my niece doesn't have those experiences. I want to see, like, a young black girl flourish with having all positive enforcements being told that she can do it all the time and never being discouraged you know what i'm saying like i just can't wait to see how beautiful her life is yeah i have to say that um even for my aunt it's that person that's like that cheerleader in your corner and like they're there on time when you need them and that's a big deal it, it makes a huge difference. Um, I'm sure I wouldn't be the person I was without her. So I'm glad you get to have that moment as well. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited because it sparked something in me that I, um, that I haven't had in a while. Like, I don't talk about music how I used to. Um, I do kind of sort of still listen to music, but it's definitely not anywhere near the caliber of what I used to. Um, But today we're talking about black female rappers. All right, pause real quick. Yes, we are talking about female rappers. Heck yeah, I'm so excited. But Um, first we got to go into why... We feel the need to talk about female rappers right now. Yeah. Because something for our hometown is happening. <laughs> or someone. <laughs> From the north side. <laughs> but um, I'm excited. This is, I was kind of like, you know, trying to make a list of like, all the female rappers I could think of. And, like, I have a couple from St. Louis, but I feel like Sexy Red is one of the biggest names that we've had. I mean, and it's going fast. Like, she's not done. I'm not saying it's her time is done, but, yeah, she is growing quickly. Yeah, I did a little research on her. So she had a song called A Thousand Jugs. Okay. I feel like I heard this one. She remixed A Thousand Miles. Yeah, the one time some do 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 do. Yeah. Yes, uh 
I didn't realize that was her until recently. <laughs> yeah, she did that in 2018. So she's been on a grind. Because everybody I made it seem like Pound Town. So Bay was like, Pound Town just sounds like a song that like, a girl, y'all girls together, y'all get lit in the studio having fun and just like go in the booth and just be talking shit. <laughs> and every girl can relate to it. Like, hell yeah, like, suck a bitch toes. Like, <laughs> like, it's shit you would say even if it's like not shit that you like want to be done. Yeah. It's just like, talking shit like we all talk shit to our dudes sometimes like you know living in the moment having that personification like that's one of the things I love yeah but she's actually been at it before Pound Town so it's just kind of like one of those things where it's like no she didn't just randomly make a hit one day and just like it like she worked for it like she's being authentic to herself so it seems or authentic to the character she's decided to present to society and that's all that matters these days is what we want society to think we are so absolutely um and it's her story like um i feel like we've already had a couple moments where things that she said or um you know lyrics that even I wouldn't say lyrics so much, but I would say things that she said, being from St. Louis, we could easily identify with that. Like, seriously, this ski-yi, like, that was a St. Louis thing. So, um... Literally. I grew up hearing that. Maybe they are doing it other places, but that's definitely something that would happen in St. Louis on a day-to-day basis. (laughs) Literally. Like, seriously. And then also, I think, like, did you see the interview with her? And she was on a podcast. Well, who are the two rappers? I want to uh, say... Uh, yeah. And they were like, what's the wildest thing that's ever happened to you? And she was like, I was sexually assaulted. Yeah. And it was like crickets, which people were really, like, you know, responding to that. Like, is that the right reaction to have? You know, you should have said told her at least that you know that's not right that's not okay that they acknowledged it they were like they basically acknowledged that they didn't know how to respond to that but they just knew that it was fucked up that it happened and they kept it a buck where they're like and we also not trying to talk about that because we don't know what to say it is a tough conversation and being on a, a very public platform like yeah, it's hard to know what to say. I, I really do hope that she has somebody there for her. You know, I found it interesting in the comments. It was some women like, that explains why she's so sexually explicit. That explains why she's so raunchy. Like, I didn't like that. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes, I mean, I've seen in other... It, it could very well, which I do believe, be her story as far as the things that she's rapping about or talking about. But at the same time, like we said, it can be a personification. Like, it could be something. So, it's not okay to directly correlate, you know, that situation to her lyrics. Like, I don't agree with that. Yeah. But I do feel like it was, like, brave of her to say that as a woman. Like... Because honestly, like, if you experience that, like, any type of sexual aggression that's unwanted for any person, I feel like, can make you feel like it could be one of the craziest things you experience. Because, like, 
even if you don't feel like a person can overpower you per se, just like somebody mentally saying to you that like they're going to do something to you that you don't want them to do yeah. makes you feel a way. Like, so even though I'm saying no, you're going to do it sexual or not, like just the idea of somebody imposing something on you changes your thinking immediately. So it is sometimes the craziest thing that can happen to you. Like somebody actually would be like, oh, I'm going to like have sex with you even though you don't want me to, or I'm going to, you know, do something sexual with you even though you said no. Like that's insane. It is. And it's really insane how many people it has happened to. And you um, have people that feel so silenced by it that they can't talk about it when really, you know, majority of the room it has happened to and they're just they just feel shame like it's it's sad um but it's definitely like you said i applaud her for being brave and speaking up um we didn't expect that to be the answer but at the same time it is a real answer it's an honest answer for more people than you realize yeah and it shows how unscripted our podcast is because if this was scripted i would have done a trigger warning <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go in this direction, honestly. Like, I didn't know we were going to get this deep about Sexy Red. Like, um. Me either. My bad. We got to lighten it up. Um, but just like a shout out to your background and the work that you are doing. It is about, um, health and not only your physical health, but your mental health, your sexual health, and, um, like that's important work that people don't get their flowers for enough often so shout out to you for that thank you (laughs) i appreciate that it can be a thankless job sometimes but i feel like it is not thankless because in the long run it'll be something that people are always thankful for like yeah but with that being said Sexy Red um, has her career has been, you know, on the come up and we're happy about that. As a woman from St. Louis, I'm proud of her. I want to give her her flowers and hopefully she like, you know, can come back and like be more involved in the community than some artists from St. Louis. Very true. Because like I would love to see it. I would love to see somebody who's proud of being from St. Louis and like who can like help other people make a better life for themselves coming from St. Louis from the areas that we come from, like for real. That is very true. One person that's not a female, but I will give a little shout out to is Smino. He definitely uh, make sure he come back, give back. He's from St. Louis. Um, Love his work and all that he's doing. So, um, but we do hope. Now, Big Boss Bet, she's from St. Louis. She's a female rapper. She definitely going to come up. I had on my list to go ahead and mention her. So, um, What other St. Louis artists did you have on your list? Go ahead and list them. Let's give them uh, all a shout out. Well, I had Ebony Eyes. She's from St. Louis, right? Maybe. I think so. That was the other one on my list. So those were the ones that just right off the top of my head I put on the list. But did you have other ones? Or that's that's all we got for St. Louis right now. Um, weren't there girls in the Run Up Get Done Up group? 
That is true. What's their name? The Bangers. What are the girls oh, in the Bangers? Right. That is very true. So I'm glad you got that one. I did have Crime Mob later on the list. So I mean, I, I literally was trying to get out all the ones I could think of. <laughs> so um, that that gives me the Crime Mob vibe that we thoroughly embraced. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. Um, with that being the case, in honor of Sexy Red, in honor of 50 Years of Hip Hop, we are going to talk about some of our favorite female rappers. Yes, yes. Do you want to start us off? You want to tell us how you got to this conclusion? How you want to do this? Okay, so we were supposed to do three. I got three. I got, okay, I got Three and a half, because I got two in my number two spot. I got but. eight. <laughs> <laughs> I love us. All over the place. So, <laughs> I, okay, do I want to, how do we want to do this? Do we want to do like, see, we have no planning for this episode. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> we were just excited. Do we want to do like our top ones, or we want to start like, with the not lower but like the honorable mentions first yeah you want to go three two one okay i would rather do three two one and then talk about my honorable mentions because you know people might need to write them down for later all right all right cool my number three is queen latifah Ooh, love it love it i did have a star by her name i do love some queen latifah what was your reasoning behind that because Bay always sings her, always raps her stuff. Okay, okay. And, like, it's funny, like, he exposed me to her for, like, I always knew Queen Latifah was a rapper. But I'm a 90s baby. So, like, yeah. I grew up listening to R&B and, like, not rap. So, like, Queen Latifah was always living single to me and set it yeah. off. Yeah. Like, I knew her acting career. I knew that she was a rapper turned actor. But I never actually listened to any of her music except for it. Was that her in the Living Single theme song? Yes, that was. And I know that whole fucking thing. So, like, I love that. (laughs) I love that. And I can't find it anywhere except for as the theme song to Living Single. Because I would have downloaded that. Like, is it an EP, Queen Latifah? What is it? Like, release it. I don't know. We, I mean, at this point, with all the remixes coming out, I'm sure if she put that out, she can get some people that want to, you know, sample that for some songs at this point. Seriously. Um, but yeah, so I had to. And then you and ITY, like... Of course. Of like, course. how could you not? Like, that's what he always starts saying. Like, he just randomly will say that. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> We were, like, chilling. Like, we are on the phone, like, talking about cookies. And you singing Queen Latifah. Like, what? And I feel like when we think back to, like, one of the very first female rappers that we heard, you know, being 90s babies, it was Queen Latifah. And, like, whether it was, like, playing at somebody's house, whether it was on the TV, like, we heard her before that she was a... actress so we got to like notice that that was a big part of her life as well 
And she always came with the African, the hat, like, I loved it. She, the name Queen, she wanted to, you know, capture what was used in Africa, like, to honor, you know, the people that came before us, having honor in our names. Like, I really loved that. And so I love to see her constantly getting her flowers, um, being in the White House with Obama to introduce MC Light. Like, all of that was just amazing mc light was my honorable mention yeah i feel like I see i actually grew up i didn't listen to queen latifah before i was an adult like her rap music but yeah. i did grow up listening to mc light <laughs> okay i could definitely give you that i definitely knew and new songs of mc light i put a star by her name as well um and I just love, you know, her art of storytelling. And that is what, you know, helped others to, you know, say what they saw around them, um, but still have a message in their music. So that's what's up. All right. Who is your ner- your uh, number three? My number three is the H-Town hottie. Megan the Stallion. <laughs> oh gosh, this is about to be like the fifty years of hip hop album, right? Where I like side two and you like side one. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna. It's gonna get you know even more fun from here. But um, Megan the Stallion. First off, she's a college girl, so hey. like seeing her start, shout out to the HBCUs, right? Start. Um, throughout her college and I'm sure she was right away before then too but really seeing that glow up throughout that college journey but still being dedicated to her education I love that you know we talk about school all the time we always talk about learning so I'm glad that she embraced that part of herself and didn't just let it go um but also like lyrically creatively like as far as her knees, resilient, <laughs> say that again. Her knees, <laughs> her knees, right? She is known for the knees, so yeah. <laughs> Megan the Stallion is just somebody that I feel like, as part of our generation, um, just really embraced it and. Even though she had moments that could have really slowed her down, um, she didn't let that stop her, like, from continuing to grow and be dedicated, like, from record deal issues to um, losing a parent to um, being in a public, political, it's not even political, uh, public, what is this, a civil lawsuit, like, battle it was just, y'all know what I'm talking about. Tory Lanez, he do too much. That was criminal. Oh, that, was, that was criminal. My bad, criminal. But um, to still be um, able to make some dope lyrics, keep making like hit music, and dedicated to her craft and using that as part of her story, like, you know, she had Plan B. That's one of my favorite songs by her. Love it. Um, the O had... to Little Kim. 
it gives you that vibe like i really do love that song um a couple other ones like i i caught on to her in the beginning i feel like has to be through soundcloud but she also has this you know alter ego tina snow where she's like really pimping (laughs) and it's just all catchy to me so um i i am one that i always tend to connect you know parts of their personal story with their music and um for me megan the stallion she's only been out for five years or for me i've known her for five years and to see that growth over the five years is just crazy. Like, you see, she just came out with bongos with Cardi B. And I mean, hold up, hit. hold on. <laughs> when WAP came out, that <laughs> set the world on fire. And they so. should have stopped there. <laughs> I don't care about the BMA performance. Bongos. Yeah. <laughs> not when you have WAP. Yeah, I mean, and WAP was, like, all on the news. They was just... And it's so crazy because from the radio side, they used to be super strict about playing music about sex, but sex sells. So, here we are. (laughs) They used to be super strict about playing rap music that had explicit things about sex, but when you listen to what Ronald Isley was saying in that music... Yeah, (laughs) that's true. I'm they coming on really strong, evil. coming on strong. He wasn't, he wasn't, there was no metaphor in that. That was flat out. Um, <laughs> what I like about Meg, though, <laughs> is that, like, she, as a black, a young black girl who went to college, like, before her, kind of, um, she's younger than me, and Richard, damn. <laughs> um not even hating i'm just like damn i gotta catch up um she inspires me to do better but what i like is her activism and i like her uh feminism her black femininity and i like her the fact that she's educated and she doesn't hide that she highlights that because i think a lot of people think that success for black people is and making it out of poverty is always going to be something that doesn't necessarily require education you might have to go to school for a little bit because you got to get drafted first but it requires like some sort of skill but like black people are super smart and black women have always been very smart like you always see things like hidden figures you know that type of stuff like creating gps stoplights all types of stuff like Black people have been educated for a long time, going all the way back to Mansa Musa. <laughs> like, <laughs> black people are very educated and we are very scholarly. So I think, like, Meg highlighting that and then showing how, like, I can still pop my ass and be a hoe if I want to. Like, I can be dynamic as a woman and I can have a boyfriend and we can break up and I don't have to explain nothing to nobody. Like, I just, I really just like how Meg represents herself. I feel like the Tory Lane situation is unfortunate because it's like one of those catch 22s, like the person versus the artists. Like Tory yeah. Lane's really did a lot with those, uh, what were they called? The NFPs? NFTs. Wow. <laughs> Lit. <laughs> 
NFTs. Like when he dropped his album and he let people buy the NFTs and then like oh, resell. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. He did that like right before the situation with Meg happened. But like a lot of people saw Tory Lanez as a pioneer as well, and I think that's what makes it difficult with the whole yeah. Meg Tory Lane situation is because you don't want to like let go of the good things that each of them have done for young black people and that each of them have shown like he broke records in music when he did that no other artist cracked that code and he then came out and told them i just did this for my fans like i made money and also let my fans make money off of my music because they're the ones who build my wealth by buying all my music coming to my shows like no other artist has ever done they'll have a charity where they can get a tax write-off yeah but no other artist has said, make money off my music with me because you are the ones who support me and make me like this. I'm glad you shared that because <laughs> I didn't really have too much good to say at first. <laughs> no, but I, I really do appreciate that. And I, um, you know, just understanding that he's a artist, he's a young male, young black male, like, that whole situation definitely sucked on all sides. Um, so. It definitely did. And I'm not excusing what happened or what he did. Like, I mean, I'm just yeah. saying, though, people are dynamic, you know? And, like. 100%. People always talk about, you know, different people like Bernie Madoff. We ain't got to mention the most extreme version of what I'm talking about, but yeah. Bernie Madoff was horrible, but they never forget to mention how he was also a genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it made a lot of money. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't want us as a black as black people to keep beating down on each other or to feel like because he got convicted, we have to hate him. We can hate what yeah. he did, but we can also love the things that he did for us as a culture and as a community and not forget what he did for us as a culture. Because a lot of people are trying to make people not remember what Tory Lanez did for his fans. Yeah. And show people, hey, I can still make a lot of money and not make my fans go broke trying to buy concert tickets to see me. That's very true. That's very true. So I do appreciate that. Um, I I do wish him the best. Hope he's doing okay. I need to see mm, that mugshot thing. look rough on <laughs> baby. I pray every single day that I never get convicted of any sort of crime. I really try to not convict to commit crimes. Like I try to live life as straight and narrow. I don't even want to be in a holding cell. Do you hear me? Like most I've had is handcuffed to a desk and I was freaking out. <laughs> Baby, I've never even had zip ties. I couldn't do it. I can't. Nope. Nope. Ooh. Ooh. I'm telling you. It's definitely not a place you ever want to go. Like, uh, well, not for me. Not for you. If people thrive there, good for them. But that's, it's not on my list. But it's not something that you can't bounce back from. And that brings me to my number two. Who is it? Remy Ma. Yeah, I don't. She's on my list. I'm going to say she's on my list. Um, She's not on my top three list. But Remy Ma, as far as just, like I said, when I started this process, I wanted to write out all of the rappers that I could think of, all the female rappers. She definitely was on that list. So I love it. Tell me why. 
Um, and again, it's kind of like similar to the Queen Latifah situation. I have heard Remy's music, of course, and I love Remy's music. I love Remy though. I am a reality TV show watcher. I watch Love and Hip Hop (laughs) and the spinoffs, all of them. And I, oh my God, I love Remy Ma and Papoose. (laughs) People are like having their feels about like, they have feels about celebrities who break up and they're like, I can't believe it. Like, I can't believe that Russell and Kimura broke up or, you know, if Remy Ma and Pap don't make it, I don't know if I could believe in black love the same anymore because wow well he held her down he held her down headlines lately yes i have and it's scary okay i mean we don't know we don't know we i am not one to get us um a tip from a source (laughs) not in those industries um but i definitely do hope the best and um, something that I wrote about her was like raw, like she was raw, she was real, and she wanted to show more sides of her. So I love that. Like she's very outspoken about the fact that like she knows that like she's missed a lot of opportunities because she went to prison. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that about her. I also like the fact that she kind of seems like the, uh, like the the prodigal son in a way but she's a woman um because she like is like redeemed like she is very raw in her raps and like as a person she's very raw but it's also like a softness to it yeah it's like it's like it's not sassy like the way the housewives read you and it's not like as you know breathtaking as your country family members will read you (laughs) it's like you know she'll she'll let you know like you fucked up you got yeah. options to fix it. It's probably going to be hard. You're going to have to go through it to fix it, though. And if you don't fix it, it's going to be harder. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or she, like, knows, like, she sees people making mistakes that she made. And she's like, don't do it. Like, it's not worth it. I can personally tell you. And she doesn't tend to speak on things that she doesn't know something about. She knows when to mind her business. I can see that. She definitely does focus on her and her family. Um, I haven't watched too much of the love and hip hop. I feel like I started that first season and then I was like, whew, that's a lot to take in. But seeing her on that show after, you know, all of that time was definitely refreshing. Like, um, Terror Squad, Lean Back, like, you know, nothing can take that away from her. So... Um, she's also on state of the culture yeah you know like she has like she does like her little like media broadcasting and I like that about her too I like that she's trying to like make female rappers more dynamic because female rappers do have a perspective in black culture the same way that hip hop is such a big part of black culture and culture of other people like Latinx and Caribbean people you know like it's a huge part of black American culture. And I think Remy Ma gives a good, a good perspective of what black females in the industry have to go through 
when they're trying to maintain their individuality and trying to maintain their independence. Like she's so big on telling people don't do a 360 deal. I don't know what a 360 deal is, but if anyone <laughs> ever approached me about anything and said something about a 360 deal, I would say no. And I would quickly try to figure out a way to get in contact with Remy Ma and be like, hey, I have a contract here. They're trying to give me a 360 deal. How do I get out of it? And what do I tell them? Like, <laughs> but I just like that because I feel like a lot of people in rap gatekeep and then they'll be like, oh, this person like, you know, with the Meg situation, she had a horrible shitty deal. Well, how many female rappers came before her that could have told her, make sure you have X, Y, and Z. Make sure this I is dotted and this T is crossed on your contract. Yeah, and like she said, she was like, I read the words. It was the verbiage. And so people, you got to be able to ask for help. It's it's hard. You're in an exciting time in your life. You got all this money dangling in your face. But... In the words of Kanye, he'll tell him, make it simple. Like, I don't understand what you're trying to tell me. I'm not signing nothing until you make it simple. So, um, it hopefully, you know, like you said, she pulls someone else up from that situation, knowing, you know, what happened to her and how many people it happened to before, like, for real. It's so sick. It's- we just got Aaliyah's music on Apple Music. Like, let that sink in. Yeah. But, all right. Who is your number two? So, before I give my number two, since we were talking about Remy Ma, and not that I want to bring up the jail situation again, but I did have somebody that's, you know, kind of on the vibe like her, the brat. Oh, and shit. time as well. But she was the first female solo rapper to go platinum so I got to got to give her some love for that cause that is like and she's like like we've seen with Remy Ma came back still thriving um congratulations to her on her new baby like she's really making it happen for herself after having a time that you know some people aren't able to bounce back from so love that so my number two, I'm gonna go to the uh, to the East Coast for you real quick and say look him. Oh, like, look him! Oh my goodness! I feel like every time I start a new music library, I have to have crush on you. I have to have wait a minute, like. It's always going to, you know, do something to them shoulders that you just can't deny. (laughs) Like, she, to me, was one of those people where I really saw her being herself. When people were like, this is hypersexual. This is too raunchy. This is just... Too much. But at the same time, while it was too much, she was still being styled. She was still telling her story. And, like, every time you hear something with Kim, no matter how she's changed over the years, you feel like you have to respect it. Like, you have to listen to it because it's Lil' Kim. Like, I remember her from... 
not only music, but some of our favorite, you know, kid movies, 90s movies. She's all that is my shit. And <laughs> every time I see Lil' Kim in it, I'm like, look at her. Like, I love it. So, um, but she definitely came with the lyrics and was giving it to people like they hadn't seen before. Her and Foxy Brown was like at the same, on the same way. And America was really mad. (laughs) (laughs) What was it like? Was she on like, I wasn't Oprah. It was some show she was on where they were just like reading her lyrics and like, how could you say this? But at the same time, she was like, you know, it's art. It's creativity. It's saying what I want to say when a man says those same things. No one is looking at him. No one is questioning why he's saying things like that. So I'm going to talk my shit too. And it's going to be on the grooviest tracks like Lady Marmalade. Um, Like Lil' Kim just did not play. The lyrics was just always there for me. I love the way that New York respects her. Um, Wait a minute, Magic Stick, the jump off, like, and yeah, New York was like the birth of hip hop. So when she came out, plus she was with Biggie, with the creative backing of Diddy, like, Junior Mafia, baby. It was just. Right, the first lady. You couldn't you couldn't talk to her. Nothing. Like <laughs> And she's had a journey. I didn't go too deep into her personal story. Um, but the things that I've seen before, like I know it's been a journey for her, even now with her talking about, you know, the magazine cover Ebony, I believe it was right. not giving her the covers that she approved. It's still tough because it's like Love me for what I've done, what I've contributed. Yes, I may have changed throughout it, but the rhymes is still rhyming. And look at the people she's influenced. I can't not mention Nikki if I mention Lil' Kim. Like, the creativity is right there. It's linked. And so, um, I I just love her. I really do. (laughs) I have mixed feelings about Lil' Kim. Okay. How did we get here? Talk to me. I respect her as... I respect her for all the things she's done for women and hip-hop. I expect her for... I respect her for, you know, always standing up for herself in a way. Mm-hmm. But I just... I just have never really, like, respected the whole, like... I... Not even never respect it. I just could never get past the fact of like her raps don't match up with like her actions. Mm. Like I I wouldn't think of her as somebody who would be okay with the Biggie Faith Kim triangle. Even though Hollywood is a whole different place and I really do feel like they do relationship different. Like, they they relationship different than we do. Because they're in a whole different ball game. I can see that. But I also feel like the reason you 
even have an opinion is because it was in the public spotlight because of who she is. Like, you know. And that's what I'm saying. I respect who she is. Like, I'm definitely not saying that she's not one of the most prolific, important female rappers of our time. Like, or in general. Because, again, it's only been 50 years of hip-hop. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. The the catalog of hip-hop is so thick. And it's only been 50 (laughs) years. Like... Like, hip-hop caught up to other genres of music that have been around for a long time real quick. That's true. So, the catalog is so thick. And even with that thick catalog, Lil' Kim, like, she does stand in her own lane. And then I do feel like her and Biggie had that same thing where they kind of influence how we turn rap from being about, like... And it's not... We went from hip-hop to rap in a way. Yeah, I can see that. Like, you know, talking about designer clothes having fancy things partying living it up having sex like and like just enjoying life versus talking about the adversities we face and how we're going to overcome them and what we need to do as a culture in order to make things better it went from like social social rap (laughs) fight the power right to like you know i'm on this shit rap like it's about me like me myself and I I'm gonna get this shit going like I'm grinding I'm hustling like and y'all gonna hear this story too because you're not gonna hold me down so like I respect Lil Kim a lot I think she's a pioneer and like she does have magic stick is my shit I'm not gonna lie Lady Marmalade like I I do find myself listening to Lil Kim I ain't even gonna lie on that front but I just feel like you know she also is a representation of things like as a dark-skinned girl, I've always been proud of how I looked in my skin complexion. And I've always struggled with understanding other dark-skinned girls who didn't have that same proudness and happiness. I definitely understand that. And it, there's there was a period of time. And it's not even, it hasn't even gone away. Just like everything else that we talk about. But um, colorism, where in rap videos and hip-hop videos they mainly wanted the fair-skinned girls with the curly hair and so it was like where's the representation where are the people that are contributing just as much as everybody else like your colors should not determine things like that like you should be able to to progress based off what you're doing simply yeah so I mean, I love Lil' Cam. I think she obviously deserves to be in her spot. Um, I see why you put her on the list. She was an honorable mention for me. I just had those mixed feelings. And, like, don't get it twisted. Like, I love Biggie, too. So, yeah. I have to love Lil' Cam. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no loving Biggie without loving Kim. Like, they were such a dynamic duo. Like, 100%. I love that. She did. And she, I, I love the fact that she spoke up, that she was herself to me. She was herself. And she really broke the gate open for the lyrics that we are hearing today. Like, oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> I would say a couple other people might, you know, have done a little something, something. But as to the level that we are hearing right now, Lil' Kim, for me, was the one that really said, all of that stuff. All of that stuff. <laughs> All right. 
before I tell you my number one, do you want to try to guess who my number one is? Uh, okay, I got one guess. Go ahead. Lauren Hill? No, ma'am. Oh, all right. Well, let me know. Missy, misdemeanor, <laughs> Melissa <laughs> Elliot, baby. We have the same number one friend. I mean, how could you not? 30 million <laughs> records sold. 30-year career. Choreography. Singing. Songwriting. Rapping. Yeah. Adidas brand ambassador without even actually being one. She repped Adidas harder than Run DMC. Yeah. I cannot think of any other female rapper that if I had a rap career, I want hers. Like, yeah. 100% I actually am like smiling from ear to ear that we had the same one because when I started her list I could not stop naming songs like she's done everything everything and I can just think back to all the moments from when I was like the smallest kid Missy Elliott has been a part of my life I knew all the lyrics to One Minute Man, and I didn't know what a One Minute Man was for so long. (laughs) Missy Elliott is like that music you go back to when you're singing the lyrics, and you're like, hold on. Yes. She was saying all that while she was doing that quirky dance. Like, what? (laughs) I was so distracted by like her being so fucking fly and dancing so amazing that I didn't realize that she was telling the guy, before you come over, I need to shave my chocha. Not on the bed. Lay me on the sofa. What? She is hot boys, super fly, get your freak on. Baby, I can't stand the rain. I know, but I can't stand the rain. It's like my favorite Missy Elliott. Like when it rains, I play that song faithfully. (laughs) And so because I had so many songs that I just loved by her. And my thing is, like you said, she not only rapping, she singing, she producing, the creative genius behind these videos like her collaborations are just her and Timberland, her and Aaliyah, her and Sierra. She sung background on fucking Fantasia's Free Yourself. Look, I have Beyonce. She was with Juvenile and BG. She was with Eminem. She was with 702. Rest in peace, Irish Grinsteed. She was with Tweet, like Oh my god, I just started back listening to that tweet song again. Oops. I literally added it to my bitches playlist. I was like, man, it just like what? I am very happy to know we was on the same page because I had to write down Sierra era. I can't even put all the songs. Literally. <laughs> that was a moment where Missy Elliott and Sierra was just on another level like that's crazy i mean the Aaliyah era like man and she was writing for her like the timbaland the magoo like the videos were next level 
Wow. Oh, she spit in that man's mouth. <laughs> beep, beep. Who got the keys to the Jeep? Room. <laughs> it's man. I'm so happy to see that she did get her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Like, she is just, and the thing is, she came out during a time where people, where media, and I'm not even going to say people, where media wanted you to look a certain way. So they wanted you to be skinny. They wanted you to be light. They wanted you to do, and she still stay true to herself came out with some of the craziest craziest choreography you ever seen videos like playing a black superhero in one of her videos like this is not something that people were seeing on a day-to-day basis so you couldn't help but love her couldn't help but keep your eyes on her 24 <laughs> 7. i mean i this is why we have a podcast together. Yes. <laughs> and I'm and it's fun because with the way her lyrics are designed, the innuendos that you have perfectly placed, you enjoy it with the whole family because the kids don't know what the heck they say. <laughs> they just singing along to be singing, but she is really like holding it down and for her to still be contributing to music today like j cole he don't even like features he don't even want people on his music but he put missy on it like you have to just give her number one she i'm so happy <laughs> that we're on the same page i mean and work it she literally Reverse the words, put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. <laughs> like, if you read the oh, lyrics God. backwards, if you read that second line after she says that it's your friend at the front yet, if you read that backwards, <laughs> it says, put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Like, what? Right, she said, I'm not even going to say nothing. Just spin it. Let's I'm go. not a prostitute, but I can give you what you want. What? <laughs> Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, Missy Elliott takes the cake. She does. She she had Ludacris on her albums early. Like that's some of my first times having Ludacris on songs. Beyonce, she was Beyonce was on her music early, 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 and I'm just like, this is crazy. Like she's worked with everybody, and I. I mean, even now, a couple of her newer songs I definitely have in rotation because it's just like, it's Missy Elliott. Like, you got to listen. It's something to enjoy with my mom. We talk about it. Like, like you said, the free yourself, that's dope. I can hear it. Now that you say that, I can hear it. You didn't know that was her? I felt like I did, but you refreshed it for me. Like, I, that's dope. Maybe time again, again, I tried. That's her. I'm like, Missy Elliott is so dope. Like, she would be the coolest aunt. For real. As I was saying earlier, being an aunt just is like, (laughs) it's a thing. 
it's I'm a like, thing. I loop that around. <laughs> like I would love to have her as my auntie, not my mom, because it's different with moms. Like, but with an yeah. aunt, like an aunt like Missy Elliott, like man, what? And then it's like her fashion like was always on point and she always like I don't know if it's true or not but she always made me feel like wear what makes you comfortable and still be fly. 100%. She like made athleisure. Like whether it was her or a stylist, right? You could put on some joggers and get some finger waves and feel like your best self. <laughs> and still pull any nigga you want. Like if that's what you want, like get you a little lip liner, some mascara. Oh, baby, you cook <laughs> Man, um, yeah, I hope her health is doing well. I wish her all the best. I wish all the female rappers all the best. Nicki Minaj was my honorable mention for number one, of course. Okay, oh, and you see, I did have to give a shout out to Nicki. I didn't want to even go down the Nicki Cardi debate, but. As far as, like I said, the list, which I can read my list off. Maybe you can let me know if some of these stand out to you. But as far as the list, I definitely had to put Nikki and Cardi on there because they're doing their thing out here. They are. I feel like they're doing it differently. Mm-hmm. I'll acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, you know, for me, like, I don't know. I feel like... <laughs> The Nikki Cardi beef is unfortunate because Motorsport was really fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, don't hold your breath. Baby, I won't. <laughs> Ooh, I won't. <laughs> Isn't Offset okay. beefing with Nikki's husband now or something? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even. Okay, let me go to my list. Let me go to my list because I think you're going to enjoy some of the names I got on here. And then once I finish my list, I'll give you my honorable mention. Okay, go ahead. So, not that she raps often, but it's two people that I just had to throw in there because I've heard a few rhymes and I love it. One is Beyonce because we've been talking about her already. Of and course. Two, Erica- <laughs> of, stop. <laughs> I have to put them on there because I love them and when they spit a little rhyme, I'm all in. Because Partition was that fucking deal. <laughs> Even Bay's brother, Bay's brother, like when I was okay when Renaissance first came out, I made him listen to it with me, and he was like, "Wow." Um, he was like, "But I do." He was like, "I wish Beyonce would just put out a, rap, a album where she like, you know how she do her little thing. She not rapping, but she just be talking shit. That's what he said. She be talking shit. I wish he she would put out an album like that where she just doing all that." But I mean, like America has a problem. I got you. I got you. Right. Like nice. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's nice. Heck yeah. Okay. So, um, Queen Latifah, we talked about that. Roxy and Shantae. So, remember I told you, I was listening to, like, XM Radio, and I heard a song that was, like, as far as a beef, a diss track, <laughs> she went, it was called Big Mama by Roxy and Shantae, and she was just going in, like, it was on the No Vaseline caliber for me and to hear a female rapper doing it it's like literally stopped me on the road like I had to let me make sure to screenshot this because she's going in but she's you know one of the pioneers so we have to give respect we definitely talked about Foxy Brown 
talked about Nikki. Wait, Cheryl. was Roxanne Shante the one who did the response to the real Roxanne or something? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Yep. Definitely. I, like I'm saying, look it up. It's called Big Mama. She going in like no Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about Foxy Brown. We talked about Nikki. Tiara Wack is one that I just love her creativity. She's different. She's out of the box. She said that in the beginning, she felt like she had to rap about what everybody else was doing. And her mom was like, no, you don't have to do that. Like, you know, rap about what's true to you and what's your story. And so I really appreciate that. Um, Raw Digger. Of course. I, I, you know, gotta give a shout out. I do enjoy her music, I, her story, her hustle. Gangsta Boo, rest in peace. Like, yeah, rest in peace. You know how much we love 3-6 Mafia, so Gangsta Boo was always the one to make us scream a little bit louder, talk our shit a little bit more, so definitely shout out to her. Um, Lotto. She so you know she was on like a like rap TV show or something like that with Jermaine Dupree. No. Yeah, so she was on like a. I saw a clip recently, and she was like on this show to like figure out who would get signed to be the next hip hop artist. Okay. I have to go back. I don't know if she won or if not. Um, but. It's, I'm glad to see that someone had a platform like that and really took it to the next level from that. So, that was cool. Along the lines of the Gangsta Boos, mm-hmm. I must mention Mia X. Yes! Because, baby, Ghetto Symphony? Come on now. <laughs> I must mention Mia X. Absolutely. Um, I also had Eve on my list. 100%. She just rhymes, flow. She had the paw prints. You couldn't deny. <laughs> Speaking of the paw prints, I'm pretty sure she had them too. Uh, Charlie Baltimore. Let's not... Uh... Hey, I love it. Um, Charlie Baltimore was definitely an honorable mention on my list. Of course, I had Cardi B. Um, and then this girl, Shayante. <laughs> Ooh, I'm interested. I will send you her song. I don't, are you going to be able to get it? I don't even know. I'm going to send it to you though. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think that was pretty much most of my list. Rhapsody, of course. Yep. I had her. Salt and pepper. You can't oh yes, you can't forget salt and pepper. Um, Kia. Is that her name? Kaya. All you ladies pop your like yeah, this. There you go. There you go. Kaya. Oh yeah. How could Sweetie. you not mention her? Shauna Trina. Come on now. I'm sh- okay. When <laughs> you didn't say Trina, I was like, so I guess Trina's her number one. Ah, that's funny. That is really funny. I did have a Trina era. I did. Uh, Eric, girl, okay. <laughs> My mom was like, why is this on your iPod? 
I was say Trina was like a whole thing for you. Like, wow. <laughs> I will say, just like plenty of these people, whether it is something you're doing in real life or not, it is fun to take on a personification of all the things that, you know, just aren't you know, accepted by everybody in the world. Sometimes you gotta really just free yourself, as Fantasia said. <laughs> she ain't a rapper, but you know what I mean. So, like, um, alter egos are great, and like, um, living and like being like a a version of yourself. Like, I definitely feel like we all have different areas where we feel more comfortable acting a certain way. Like, I love who I am at the office. I think I was talking to you about this. Like, you can decide who you want to be in the different groups that you're in. Like, you don't always have to be the same person as you are. Like, and I learned that the most at work, like, at work, and, like, and when you work in an office job, it's what you fucking make it. (laughs) So, like, if the office is dull and everybody hates work and nobody wants to be there, like, all it takes is one person to be like, bruh. I'm up in here. Hey, I'm up in here. And then everybody else would be like, at least looking at you, rolling their eyes. But you'll get a few smiles, a few right. grins, a few laughs. And if you always like, I'm up in here. Hey, like I literally walk in every day and sing whatever I'm listening to, to our secretary. Because what I started doing it because I would walk in the office and she would sometimes be like, Hey D, I need you to do ABCD. And I'd be like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. I can't even hear you because my headphones are playing. So instead of pausing my music, I started just singing whatever I was listening to to her as she was talking to me and made her stop talking to me. Like, let me get to my desk before you start letting me know what's about to pile on my shoulders. So now she's like, well, I'm going to start recording you every time you walk in singing. I was like, I don't care. And now I got a whole playlist. I'm about to be in here like clowning. Right. This is about your whole production. We just had to, you know, refresh some of the people that were on your list. Now you did talk about, you know, just personifying something else, and I have to give it to the city girls. Like between them and Glorilla from Memphis, like oh wow, (laughs) I love Glorilla's come up. I have to say, I watched it from some of the early stages. Um, she really is, I don't know if they tight, I don't know, you know, we not in the circles, but Duke Deuce is another rapper that was hyping her up, and so I really wanted to go out and see what she was about, and to watch her glow up, to see her sign with Yo Gotti, like, you know, we had a little Yo Gotti moment, so. That it's was your boy Yo Gotti. <laughs> It's just so catchy. It is. It like, is. who wouldn't want to walk into a party and, like, have everybody say that? For real. Like, like, and I would be, like, if I walked in and I was like, it's your girl, D. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. What, is, what else do you have for me? That's funny. That's okay, funny. so I did have a list of... Not problematic, but like 
head scratchers. Okay. Okay. Talk to me. Um, two stand out the most to me, and I will mention them. I'm sure you could guess them, but I'll tell you. Tell me. Azalea Banks. Okay, we said black, so she wasn't on the list, but okay. <laughs> and, no, 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 no. You, ooh. I'm not even going to tell you who I got her mixed up with. Azalea Banks. Okay. I know who you got her mixed with. <laughs> Cut that part out. I don't want her coming after us. <laughs> oh, my God. What do I do? Okay, wait, start over. We just got to start from here. Stop, wait, pause. Okay. <laughs> I do have a list of problematics. Talk to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Azalea Banks. Yeah. She's, I, she's wild. I mean, and she's like almost a female Kanye, but it's so much harder for people to digest. <laughs> okay. Doja Cat. Oh, yes. Yeah, she was on my list of artists that I was not really listening to. I don't really listen to her that much. I just don't like what she does when I do choose to, like, say, all right, I'm going to give it a chance. Yeah. Now, lyrically, um, I feel like she's there. I feel like she almost comes off as Lil Nas X as how hard it is to swallow sometimes. Okay. So, like, and she's standing in that. Like, that's her. That's what she's about. She's made it very clear to her own fans. If you don't like it, you can leave. So, um, I very much understand that. I would say at the same time, she got some lyrics from some of the songs. She started real. You know, they have to do something real extra to get people attention. So, she started with that. I'm a cow, moo, moo. Which irritated the fuck out of me. Yeah. Um, but it got attention. And now she making money. And she said she used some of that stuff as cash grabs so that she could do what she wanted to do. So maybe she's moving more into herself now. This is herself? Uh, look, like I said, she already got a beef with her own fans. And I ain't in that. So... <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> okay. Those All are right. the only two I'm going to list as my problematics. The others, I will leave off because they are not blessed with melanin. Okay. And that is well, the problem okay. with their problematicness. <laughs> well, I will do my last honorable mention, which I probably have like a hundred, but you know, we are... Give it okay. So two that I'm not gonna go into, but Sister Soldier because she was like really an advocate and Yo Yo. We didn't mention those. I did want to just throw their names out there. But right now, I've been listening to some girl named King Diamond from Nebraska, and uh, to me, she fire. Uh, I sent you the clip. She's. You know, you always got to have that piece to catch people's attention. So when she rapped, um, maybe it's a donut on a mic or a crab leg. And, you know, she a big girl. She a big girl. But 
outfits look cute hair makeup always on point and lyrics is fire so um as far as somebody and i don't know any other rapper from omaha nebraska i don't know if you maybe i don't know people from omaha nebraska <laughs> i don't yeah i can't think of a single person i know so to know that you know they're rapping out there like that i really admire that and i'm you know excited to see her come up um i'm seeing it slowly but surely but um as she continue to have that break i'll be excited to support her and her music all right i think that wraps us up for the agenda yeah um shout out to all female rappers in general whether you're on the come up got your come up mentioned or unmentioned like again like i said hip-hop is such a thick catalog and i love to see how much female hip-hop and rap is growing um and okay. even though we kept it to women in our own culture and ethnicity, shout out to all the women who rap. Yes. You know, the Mariah Lynn's of the world, I guess. <laughs> Wait, did we say left eye? We did not say left eye, but left eye is <laughs> definitely important. What I is mean. It's left eye, like for real. Left they eye is good. left eye, yeah, like. The best-selling female group of all time. Like, we have to give you that. Because she definitely was rhyming in that. So, we love you. We miss you. Rest in peace. Yeah. All right. Do you have an affirmation or you want me to read an affirmation? You can read one. I have a whole bunch of notes, but it was not an affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, son. All right. Let's see here. What do I want? I think we've done that one before, honestly. I like this one. I am in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. I am in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And that's from Louise Hay. Love it. Love it. I will absorb all of that she wrote this in her book you can heal yourself your life mm, we all need a little healing so i like that yeah i honestly feel like i have been in the right place at the right time for a lot of this past it's hard because like i'm in a long distance relationship so mm -hmm. it's hard to feel like i'm in the right place being away from bay yeah but and it's hard to feel like he's in the right place being away from me. But, like, for other areas of my life, like, when I, like, look around, like, my career and, like, my mental health and things like that, like, I'm in the right place that I need to be right now. I agree. And I'm glad you're embracing that um, and thriving in it. Like, you know, the opportunities are coming. So that lets you know that you're in the right place. Yeah. Love it. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed it way too much. I still got more rappers I didn't mention. Man, I really went down a rabbit hole. But <laughs> you want to fade the rest of them out? Because I got like uh, Mona Leo. Have you heard of her? Hold on. Go. Now you said who? 
Mona Leo. Mona Leo. No, yeah. never heard of her. I like her. Dochi, she opened up for Beyonce. Okay, um, and, that's hard to do. And then Melly Bucks, I like her as well. So, like, I mean, I, I got the list now. Uh-oh, I think I might have disconnected my mic. You're still connected. <laughs> we can hear all of this. Okay. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, what about Flo Millie? Yes, I love Flo Millie. Um, Callie. Okay. Oh, the newcomer, Ice Spice. Oh, yeah. She's taking over. Ice Spice. Um, who else? We said Chica. I think we did say Chica. Sweetie. Is she considered a rapper? She is. Okay. Right. Um, with the Charlie Baltimore, you really, you know, surprised me with that one. And you know what? Once again, just like the trainer not being number one thing, because you had mentioned her before that, you surprised me by not mentioning Charlie Baltimore, because... Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, you're the little... You're like the music anthropologist over here, like... I'm, look, that's why I'm so happy I got to share my list because you know I was like I'm gonna keep giving shout outs till I get everybody here. Right. <laughs> you like look so you wanna just fade it out? <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna give a whole a whole exit like and that's you know, this has been a great episode, da 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 but I still got more. You wanna fade it out? <laughs> great. Thank you for that with the editing. <laughs> look them up. Thank you for that with the editing. Now I gotta go chop and screw some shit. I'm glad we got about shout outs though. And I mean, look at all the women that has, I mean, we didn't even mention all, but. No, because we didn't do a deep dive about Foxy Brown or Lauren Hill, which could be nope. whole episodes within themselves. Yep. Because, you know, like. From over here, Lauren Hill. Especially on. Lauren Hill, because like now that Zion and his sister have came out, I kind of feel like so. Like, you know. I'm going to cut this part. Never mind. But you know what happened. You know what You know what was going on. Uh, the allegations. The allegations. Oh my goodness. I don't know if they were false. Oh my goodness. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Shout out to Rick Ross. <laughs> wow. But yeah. This was fun. Um... The city girls, we didn't talk about them, but they're fine. You mentioned them. I mean, they are. I just can't get over her saying she like golden showers, and it's just like, yo. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe I, I like have a liking for them because I lived in Miami. Like, okay, for the city girls, right? Yeah. Okay, I was about to say, yo, I don't need to know you like golden showers, like. <laughs> That's not what I said at all. <laughs> I, hey, let's clarify. Because we do talk about all aspects of life. We get the nitty gritty. Like. <laughs> That's not me, y'all. I promise. <laughs> Boy, all right. Yeah. Well, Pearl is harassing me because she wants wet food. And baby Loki ain't got nothing for her. Uh -oh. Right? Well, love you guys. This is 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Gentrification. We love y'all. I'm probably just going to release this just how it is so y'all can just see, you know. Us in our best form. Literally. (laughs) Baby, we fucking did that shit. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) Azalea Banks. Yeah. She's, She's wild. I mean, and she's like almost a female Kanye, but it's so much harder for people to digest. <laughs> okay. Doja Cat. Oh, yes. Yeah, she was on my list of artists that I was not really listening to. I don't really listen to her that much. I just don't like what she does when I do choose to, like, say, all right, I'm going to give it a chance. Yeah. Now, lyrically, um, I feel like she's there. I feel like she almost comes off as Lil Nas X as how hard it is to swallow sometimes. Okay. So, like, and she's standing in that. Like, that's her. That's what she's about. She's made it very clear to her own fans. If you don't like it, you can leave. So, um, I very much understand that. I would say at the same time, she got some lyrics from some of the songs. She started real. You know, they have to do something real extra to get people attention. So, she started with that. I'm a cow, moo, moo. Which irritated the fuck out of me. Yeah. Um, but it got attention. And now she making money. And she said she used some of that stuff as cash grabs so that she could do what she wanted to do. So maybe she's moving more into herself now. This is herself? Uh, look, like I said, she already got to beef with her own fans. And I ain't in that. So... <laughs> I can't tell you. Okay. Those are the only two I'm going to list as my problematics. The others I will leave off because they are not blessed with melanin. Okay. And that is the problem with their problematicness. (laughs) Well, I will do my last honorable mention, which I probably have like a hundred, but you know, we are... Give it, okay, so two that I'm not going to go into, but Sister Soldier, because she was, like, really an advocate, and Yo-Yo, we didn't mention those. I did want to just throw their names out there. But right now, I've been listening to some girl named King Diamond from Nebraska. And uh, to me, she fire. Uh, I sent you the clip. She's... You know, you always got to have that piece to catch people's attention. So when she rap, um, maybe it's a donut on a mic or a crab leg. And, you know, she a big girl. She a big girl. But outfits look cute. Hair, makeup, always on point, And lyrics is fire. So um, as far as somebody. And I don't know any other rapper from Omaha, Nebraska. I don't know if you Baby, guys. I don't know people from Omaha, Nebraska. I don't, I can't think of a single person I know. So, to know that, you know, they're rapping out there like that, I really admire that. And I'm, you know, excited to see her come up. 
Um, I'm seeing it slowly but surely, but um, as she continues to have that break, I'll be excited to support her and her music. All right. I think that wraps us up for the agenda. Yeah. Um, shout out to all female rappers in general, whether you're on the come up, got your come up, mentioned or unmentioned. Like Again, like I said, hip hop is such a thick catalog and I love to see how much female hip hop and rap is growing. Um, and okay. even though we kept it to women in our own culture and ethnicity shout out to all the women who rap yes you know the mariah lens of the world i guess <laughs> wait did we say left eye we did not say left eye but left eye is <laughs> definitely important what i mean is left eye like for real left it eye is the, left eye yeah like the best selling female group of all time like we have to give you that because she definitely was rhyming in that so we love you. We miss you. Rest in peace. Yeah. I am in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. I am in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And that's from Louise Hay. Love it. Love it. I will absorb all of that she wrote this in her book you can heal yourself your life mm, we all need a little healing so i like that yeah i honestly feel like i have been in the right place at the right time for a lot of this past it's hard because like i'm in a long distance relationship so it's hard to feel like i'm in the right place being away from bay yeah but and it's hard to feel like he's in the right place being away from me. But like for other areas of my life, like when I like look around like my career and like my mental health and things like that, like I'm in the right place that I need to be right now. I agree. And I'm glad you're embracing that um, and thriving in it. Like, you know, the opportunities are coming. So that lets you know that you're in the right place. Yeah. Love it. Mona Leo. Mona Leo. No, never heard of her. I like her. Dochi, she opened up for Beyonce. Okay, um, that's hard to do. And then Melly Bucks. I like her as well. So, like, I mean, I, I got some lists now. Uh oh. I think I might have disconnected my mic. <laughs> You're still connected. We can hear all of this. Okay. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> but yeah. Um, what about Flo Millie? Yes. I love Flo Millie. Um, Callie. Okay. Oh. The newcomer, Ice Spice. Oh, yeah. She's taking over. Ice Spice. Um, who else? We said Chica. I think we did say Chica. Sweetie. Is she considered a rapper? She is. Okay. Right. Um, 
with the Charlie Baltimore. You really, you know, surprised me with that one. And you know what? Once again, just like the Trina not being number one thing, because you had mentioned her before that, you surprised me by not mentioning Charlie Baltimore, because... Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, you're the little... You're like the music anthropologist over here, like... I'm, look, that's why I'm so happy I got to share my list, because, you know, I was like, I'm going to keep giving shout-outs till I get everybody here. Right, <laughs> you like, gonna look, so you want to just fade it out? <laughs> you're going to give a whole, a whole exit, like... And that's, you know, this has been a great episode, da, da, da. but I still got more. You want to fade it out? <laughs> great. Thank you for that with the editing. <laughs> Look them up. Thank you for that with the editing. Now I got to go chop and screw some shit. <laughs> I'm glad we got our shout outs though. And I mean, look at all the women that has, I mean, we didn't even mention all, but. No, because we didn't do a deep dive about Foxy Brown or Lauren Hill, which could be nope. whole episodes within themselves. Yep. Cuz you know like from over here, Lauren Hill. Come Especially- on.